When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome one and all to The Late Show. I'm your host, Stephen Colbert. Tonight... Thank you, Citizen. Tonight, the big story after losing by 30 points in Iowa and polling at an anemic 6% in New Hampshire, Ron DeSantis has dropped out of the presidential race. Right there. Right there, ladies and gentlemen. There it is, the reaction he never got while he was running for president. But, Ron, don't cry. Don't cry because it's over. Smile because you need practice smiling. I don't understand why Americans didn't rally behind a guy who declared war on the Magic Kingdom, attacked trans kids, denied COVID, kidnapped migrants and flew them to Martha's Vineyard, and ate pudding with his fingers. (laughs) Finger pudding, of course, a delicacy known as... (laughs) 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 DeSantis conceded in a video he released on X. Following our second place finish in Iowa, we've prayed and deliberated on the way forward. If there was anything I could do to produce a favorable outcome, more campaign stops, more interviews, I would do it. But then I realized there's nothing I can do to make people like Ron DeSantis, because tragically, I am Ron DeSantis. (laughs) He said more. I am today suspending my campaign. I'm proud to have delivered on 100% of my promises, and I will not stop now. Except for the part where I am stopping. (laughs) Which is now. (laughs) DeSantis ended with an inspirational quote from one of the greatest leaders of all time. Winston Churchill once remarked that success is not final, failure is not fatal, it is the courage to continue that counts. A stirring quotation, just one small problem. Churchill never said that. (laughs) It's from an old Budweiser ad. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) Reminds me of that other famous Churchill quote. What's up? (laughs) (laughs) Sounds better. Sounds better with an English accent. (laughs) What's up? This is one of the most spectacular political crash and burns of all time. At least DeSantis doesn't have to worry about banning history books anymore because he won't be in them. <laughs> Apparently, in the days leading up to the Iowa caucus, uh, the CEO of DeSantis's largest super PAC spent a significant amount of time constructing a peaceful thousand-piece jigsaw puzzle. That, ladies and gentlemen, is leadership in crisis. It's like how the captain of the Titanic bravely declared, edges and corner pieces first. (laughs) The most depressing thing about Puzzlegate might be the office poll you can see in the background, which reads, best animal, dog. 
Best food, steak, and best drink, water. I'm sorry, water? These really are the most boring people on Earth. <laughs> Fellas, you up for another crazy night of puzzles and water? We got flat, and if no one's driving, sparkling. <laughs> of course, DeSantis was once Trump's biggest rival for the nomination, which is why Trump went after him from every angle, alleging he partied and drank with high school girls, suggesting he would face allegations from underage girls or possibly a man, saying he needed a personality transplant, accusing his wife of organized voter fraud and calling him Ron DeSanctimonious, Ron Dishonest, Ron Destablishment, and Tiny D. <laughs> Of course, after, listen, after those kind of assaults on your dignity, on your manhood, to your family, things so vicious you could never take back, naturally, when DeSantis dropped out, he did what anyone with a shred of self-respect would do. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is out. And he's endorsed former President Donald Trump. Oh, I get it. Tiny D. Because <laughs> he's got such a small amount of dignity. Oh, Trump, Trump has been hammering DeSantis for months, but, but once Ron kissed the cinnamon ring, Trump changed his tune. Before we begin, I'd like to take time to congratulate Ron DeSantis and, of course, a really terrific person who had gotten to know his wife, Casey, for having run a great campaign for president. I'd like to thank Ron DeSantis, a terrific guy. When I call him Meatball Ron... I just meant that I love meeting him. And we had a ball. <laughs> and when I called him Puddin' Fingers, that's just because he was always putting his fingers in pudding. That's how he eats it. He's an animal. His wife is a crime lord. Lock her up. <laughs> but with DeSantis out, the race is just down to just two now on the Republican side. Donald Trump and the person who will lose to Donald Trump. And she celebrated last night. There were 14 people in this race. There were a lot of fellas. It's now one fella and one lady left. It's pronounced felon. <laughs> A fella. It's clear that Nikki Haley is under Trump's skin and burrowing into what's left of his mind. Just listen to him on Friday. He's trying to tell one of these lies about January 6th and Nancy Pelosi refusing the help that he offered, but he keeps, he keeps saying this instead. By the way, they never report the crowd on January 6th. You know, Nikki Haley, Nikki Haley, Nikki Haley, you know, they, did you know they destroyed all of the information, all of the evidence, everything? Deleted and destroyed all of it. All of it. Because of Lots of things. Like Nikki Haley is in charge of security. We offered her 10,000 people, soldiers. He's talking about Nancy Pelosi, but he keeps saying Nikki Haley over and over again. I mean, his head sure is full of... I'm sorry, what? The poo-poo. <laughs> there you go. Thank you, Nikki Haley. <laughs> this weekend, Trump held a series of rallies in the Granite State where he focused on kitchen table issues like the 91 criminal charges he's facing and why he should have complete immunity. You have to give a president immunity. Otherwise, take a look at Harry Truman. He wouldn't have done 
If you think Hiroshima, not exactly a nice act, but it did end the Second World War. Not exactly nice is a bit of an understatement for Hiroshima, though it does remind me of Oppenheimer's famous words, now I am become death. Awkward! <laughs> if Haley survives New Hampshire, the race will move her on to her home state of South Carolina. Trump bragged about his chances there, or at least he tried to. Then he got distracted. South Carolina respected pollster Tony Fabrizio. Is he a relation to Al Capone? No. <laughs> no, he just has an Italian name. They're all related. Ta ta Al Capone, Tony Fabrizio, Mama Celeste, Little Caesar, and their matriarch, Penny Alavaca. Trump also ranted about electric vehicles. On day one, I will end crooked Joe Biden's insane electric vehicle mandate. They don't work well in cold weather. And they don't go far. That's true. They don't go far. But it's certainly not uh, great for your climb. Your climb, they call it climate. Your climb. Your climb. They call it climate. And I would have gotten that word on my first try <laughs> if it weren't for my bray. My bray. They call it brain damage. <laughs> well. Well. Of course, yesterday was a big day in men's football because it's the NFL playoffs, and I am contractually obligated to give a damn because it's all leading up to Super Bowl 58. Live, 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 right there. Live from Vegas, only on CBS. It's the perfect crime procedural crossover opportunity. CSI Vegas, NCIS LVIII. <laughs> what happens in Vegas stays in touchdown. <laughs> the marquee matchup yesterday was the AFC divisional game between the Buffalo Bills and Taylor Swift, who <laughs> was at the stadium. Here she is celebrating one of Travis's touchdowns. And after he scored, Travis threw his girlfriend a heart with Tay-Tay cheering on the Chief Chiefs. They won the game and will go on to the AFC Championship. This relationship is working for both of them. It's made Travis a household name, and it's introduced Taylor to a whole new audience. It's only a matter of time before we see more pop star football combos. I'm hoping Madonna and Chiefs coach Andy Reid, <laughs> or as the tabloids will eventually call them, Madustache. <laughs> but the biggest celebrity on earth was somehow upstaged by her boyfriend's brother, Philadelphia Eagles center Jason Kelsey, who showed up to the tailgate with Bills fans and took shots out of a bowling ball, then went wild during the game, jumping out of the skybox to chug beers with the crowd. Taylor, that's your future brother-in-law. Now, now you know what to get him for Christmas. A shirt. <laughs> and whatever you think of that display, that there, right there, what you just saw was great television. CBS broadcasting team for the next game. Take a cue from Jason Kelsey and try a new look. <laughs> we got a great show for you tonight. Coming up, Trevor Noah. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? 
so are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back, everybody, ladies and gentlemen. I'm happy to say that my first guest tonight is an Emmy Award-winning comedian you know as the former host of The Daily Show. But in two weeks, he will host the 66th Grammy Awards right here on CBS. Please welcome back to The Late Show, Mr. Trevor Noah. Do you know what I forget? What do you forget? I tell you what I forget when I haven't seen you in a while, certainly when I haven't hugged you in a while, is you're really strong. <laughs> you gave me a back slap right there. That I try and was, I that, try and that bordered on the edge of chiropractic. I, I try and give good hugs, Stephen. Uh, I think nice if you hug s- someone, they should feel you. I, I, I agree. All in. Yes, all in. Um, congratulations on the Emmy. Thank you so much. That my was an exciting moment for the Daily Show. Thank you. Thank you very much. Be honest. Were you surprised at all? Not because it's not a great show and you guys don't deserve it, but you hadn't done the Daily Show since 2022. It, can I tell you? It was one of the strangest feelings. Of, of, of all time. First of all, yes. we all know what it's like. Most of the years we go, yes. John Oliver wins. Right. We cheer for John Oliver. No, but then you get used to it. And the thing is, it's like everyone is in late night. We're all doing we the all same know each thing. Other. So exactly. we all know yes. each other. So exactly. it's like, all right, John wins you. So exactly. I was having a conversation right. with Henry Winkler and his wife while this was happening. Yes. And then the nominations come up. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah that's my thing. But anyway, as I was saying, and we, we're talking about everyone standing and yes. having to... Yes. Then we're like, do we stand for everyone? Yes. What do you do? Because they were standing for it. We're like, do we stand? Yes. Do we I not thought stand? this is unsustainable, I, all the standing. I thought the same thing. I thought yes. the same. And then they said my name. And then she was like, you, now you have to stand. <laughs> <laughs> and I stood up, and it was it was really an amazing shock. But um, so, as I said, yeah, you haven't done the show since 22. Yeah. Do you miss it at all, or do you like not even follow the in, news anymore? In moments, in moments, in I moments. definitely miss it. I miss sure. I miss everybody I made the show with. You know, there's there's sure. a wonderful wonderful camaraderie that you build with the people at the show. Sure. Sometimes I'll see something happen in the news, and it'll be something crazy, and I turn as if the people I work with are still. I'll be. Mm. That's one of the best parts of the job, and I, which I sort of suffered through during the five months of the strike, is that yeah. when terrible things are happening in the world, you want to get with the funniest people you know yes. to make jokes about it so you feel better. Exactly. There's the catharsis that you share, you know? Yeah. So, so I, don't, I don't really have that now, um, and ChatGPT's not the same. <laughs> so I'll be like, did you see that crazy thing? And I'll be like, I cannot comment on this. I'm sorry. I... Well, in, in December, you, you re- released your latest Netflix special. It's called Where Was I? It turns out everywhere. You traveled <laughs> all over the world. What did, what did you... Oh, where, where did you go and what did you learn 
about this country that you've, you've made your home... Oh, that's interesting. ...from being away from it? That's really what interesting. What perspective did you get? You know, the fish out of the water sometimes feels differently about the water when they're not in it. That, that's actually very true. Um, I, I hope, unlike a fish, I was breathing while I was away. Um, mm -hmm. I, I, had, I had a great time. I had a great time because I, I got to go back to South Africa and tour there. I hadn't been there for a while. Obviously, you know, where, sure. where I started my comedy, that's home sure. before I made this home. Yeah. And then um, I got to go to, you know... Parts of Germany I'd never been to, Berlin. I got to tour in, like, Scandinavia. Okay, here's the biggest thing I learned. I think the biggest thing I learned, and, and it was almost like remembering this, is overseas, I find people spend more time criticizing the people they voted for and not the people that they wish to vote against when it comes to politics. Oh, I does, does this make sense? Sure, I understand. So, I understand. so, so people overseas will be like they'll they'll vote for the people they want to vote for, and then they will they'll spend their time criticizing them for not performing for the votes. And then in America, it's almost like the opposite. It's almost like sports, your team can do no wrong, and then all you do is complain about the refs' calls against the other team. Do you know? Does that well, make sense? I, I, t I totally understand. And it's, it's like a weird dynamic to live with. Because when, the, also, when the story, when all the elections have become nationalized. Yes. Yes. Then everybody joins their exactly. national team. Exactly. Whereas, like, there are certain local elections, people still complain. Like, people, no matter who we elect, everyone in New York hates the mayor. Yeah, which which I think is healthy. Yeah, I think it's. it's I think it's, it's a healthy. It's thing. healthy for yes. everyone except the mayor. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I mean, if we think of how that works out, there is one mayor. There are many non-mayors. So I think it's fine. One is not having a good time. Sure. Everyone else is. Sure. <laughs> um, another thing. You take for granted how much... And I talk about this in my special, but, like, the national anthem, you don't hear it in other countries. They don't play it all the time? You just like, before sports just, and stuff like... No, they never play it before sports. Really? You just... Because a national anthem, you're supposed to play when there's another country in attendance. Oh, right? okay, okay. Yeah, it's okay. just, like, our way of showing you that we yes. like our country. Right. But if, the, if you're not there, I don't need to do that. <laughs> it's, you know what it's like? It's the, same way, it's the same way some married couples will only, like, be affectionate when other people are around. Just to show you that they're married, they'll be like, oh, oh, oh yes, of course, of course. And then when, the, like, the visitors leave, then you're like, all right, what time are we watching? <laughs> but in America, we're the married couple that's constantly showing affection for each Which other. Which is beautiful. Isn't that a more healthy relationship, Trevor Noah? It, it depends. It Isn't depends. your metaphor falling apart it right depends. now, Trevor it, Noah? It depends on... If, if, you, if you believe it, it is beautiful and that is good. But it is a little... It is a little different. You asked me about the differences. I didn't say it's good or bad. I just said it's a little different. Like, it's, 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 it's weird. <laughs> and Every weird country has good. weird. And Every weird country has good. weird. weird. Every, please don't get me wrong. But we, got a, we also have the best anthem, though. Greatest anthem in the world. You know? Those Greatest lyrics are amazing. Anthem. Oh, say, can you see? There is no other country that has bombs bursting in its anthem. <laughs> None. Greatest right? anthem of all... Yeah. People... No, can I tell you, people think when we I'm play our anthem, When we play our anthem for you, that's foreshadowing. <laughs> you don't want to hear our anthem, baby. People think I'm joking when I say this. I love listening to the American anthem because it's like, it just, it hits its marks. It has its cadence. Mm -hmm. It tells you a story. Other anthems are very like, they're just like, oh, our country's beautiful. Mm -hmm. It's a nice country. There's the landscape, the people. America's like, try us. You'll see what happens. <laughs> try, just try yeah, us. Yeah, let me ask you a question. Does that star-spangled banner yet wave over the land of the free <laughs> and the really home does. of the brave? You know what it is? It's it like, does. I, I, always, I always say this. I go, it's, it's so perfect if you think about it. The, the American anthem is so gangster. It's the only anthem where you can put the word bitch at the end of any line, <laughs> and it fits. And our flag was still there, bitch. bitch. <laughs> There's the flag. That one right there. What you gonna say yeah. now? 
There's the flag. You want us? Ose does that Come Star Spangled Yet wave. You want to see us away? it? You don't want me to bring my flag Come to your country. Get it. We will <laughs> bring the flag to your country. <laughs> I want to show you our flag. I always say this with my with my American friends when I travel. Is like they'll say something. We'll be in a, any country in the world. You name it. We could be in Australia. We could be in Greece. We could be in Kenya. We could be wherever. They'll do something. Like the police will come. Whatever it is, and they'll do something. I'm very meek. I'm very timid. And then they'll go, no, but this is not right. And I'm like, yes, if you have an American passport, it is not right. <laughs> because you know your country will come fetch you. Yeah. I don't know what South Africa's capabilities are. <laughs> like, if I'm in another country and I'm in trouble, I don't know that, like, the South African government can phone that country and be like, you know what we'll do to you? They'll be like, what will you do? And then it all just falls What happened to Trevor? We will just... send <laughs> Ladysmith Black Mombasa <laughs> to sing you out of prison. That would actually be good. That would be lovely. Let him go. <laughs> <laughs> we have to take a quick break, but don't go nowhere, because we'll be right back with more Trevor Noah, everybody. Stick around. Hey, everyone. It's David Duchovny. Do you ever feel like a failure? Trust me, I get it. Hell, I've spent my whole life, almost, feeling like a failure. It's appropriate, though, because on Fail Better, my new podcast with Lemonada Media, exploring the world of failure, how it holds us back, propels us forward, and ultimately shapes our lives, is the whole point. Each week, I'll chat with artists, athletes, actors, and experts about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalysts for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, I hope we can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out on May 7th, wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. We're back with the host of this year's Grammy Awards, Mr. Trevor Noah. Trevor. Now, you were about to host uh, the 66th Grammy Awards. I am indeed. I Tell am me indeed. about... I'm excited. I'm excited. So excited. Tell me on music. You know, sell me. Well, I've heard good things. What's why? Why it should is, we listen to so, music? So it is this thing, Stephen. I know you. 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 I've read this in your bio. You've never heard music, I believe. I just do books on tape. Right. Right. Um, it. It is a spiritual experience. So imagine if someone was speaking to you, mm -hmm. but they elongated all of the words mm. in a melodic way, mm -hmm. and it sent tingles down your spine. That's basically what, what music... No, music... You're I talking mean, about... You're talking about magic is what you're talking that, about. That's what... It, you, you feel the same way. Oh, that's the only people who starstrike me... Yes. ...is musicians. Is that, is that a phrase? Can you say that? They starstrike me? Well, I am starstruck only by musicians. I like they starstrike me. Yes. Because that, that seems like the stars come in... It's and happening. Like, <laughs> what happened? Ah, oh, Brad Pitt starstruck me. <laughs> he, gave me he gave me a glamour crush. But here's the thing, Brad, Brad Pitt. I'm not starstruck by Brad Pitt. But you are. You, I know but you I'm love music. I'm struck by. Yeah, you uh, mesmerized. But pretty much any musician who has moved my soul. It, it is a magical quality. There are few art forms where somebody can command a room and make them feel the way they do, mm -hmm. like a musician can. Yeah. Usher is performing at the Super Bowl this year. I understand that you got dragged onto the dance floor by Usher. This is one of the wildest things ever. So every year. Um, after the Oscars, 
Beyonce and Jay-Z will host a party that nobody gets invited to. If you do get invited, you basically just own your family if they're like, can I come with you? You're like, no, I'm going, right? This party's am it's amazing. It's the, like the craziest thing ever. And you got, you got So I got invited one year. Now, sometimes I think people have made a mistake, but I take it and I run with it. I sure, go, of course, I go, of I just, I'm like, put your Don't head down it, and just, yes, go, just, exactly. just go. So I'm, I'm there, you, you're dancing. There's, there's no phones, there's no nothing. Everyone's just having a great time. And you're on the dance floor and you're dancing. Now, normally when you're on the dance floor, you are dancing with people who have the same or similar level of skill that you do in dancing. You know, mm. we do our thing. Nice move, nice move. There was a moment in the night when Usher steps onto the dance floor. Now, I don't know if you know Usher, but if you, if you do, mm. you know that his body moves in ways that no other persons can. Non-Euclidean. So I'm there doing relatively well, Stephen, I'll have you know, by amateur standards. Sure. Usher steps in, and he starts to usher. <laughs> I don't know if you've watched Usher's show in Vegas. Like, he dances for people, and you see them look at their spouse like, I don't know about this anymore. <laughs> Usher starts dancing, mm -hmm. and in a fun way, not challenging me. Yeah, yeah. He just starts dancing, and then he looks at me like, let's go. But I'm like, I have nowhere to go to, Usher. <laughs> This is not, I can't, you can, you can dance off with someone in your office. That's a dance off. This yeah. is Usher. Sure. Do you know what I mean? Sure, it's sure. It's like Travis Kelsey being like, let's play catch. No, Travis. <laughs> no, you are a professional. So Usher starts moving. Then everything I do feels wrong. Everything, I, 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 just, I just stood there and I, I looked at him. He was very gracious about it. Mm -hmm. and, but his hips were looking at me like, ah. Hips don't lie. Yeah. Wonderful to see you again. Great Thank you, Trevor. Great seeing you. The Grammy Awards will air February 4th at 8 p.m. on CBS. What Now is available wherever you get your podcasts. Trevor Noah, everybody. Thank you for listening to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert. Just one more thing. If you want to see more of me, come to The Late Show YouTube channel for more clips and exclusives. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Late Show Pod Show listeners can get 20% off on all Late Show with Stephen Colbert merchandise on ParamountShop.com. That's 20% off at checkout on all Late Show shirts, mugs, accessories, and more with code TLS20 at ParamountShop.com.